0: Doom Eternal, Double O's, Black Lightning, and Rocket League Woes. This is DBN News for 11 First is from IGN and written by Matt Kim. Doom Eternal Switch is now a digital-only release. Earlier today, customers began to report that GameStop was canceling pre-orders for Doom Eternal on Switch. IGN learned that this is not because Bethesda has canceled Doom Eternal Switch, but rather is making it a digital-only release. In a statement to IGN, a Bethesda spokesperson said, While Doom Eternal is 100% on track for an imminent digital-only release on Nintendo Switch, the absence of a physical release at retail resulted in canceled pre-orders. They added, Affected customers will receive full refunds and should contact their preferred retailer for more information. With this says customers should stay tuned for more information coming later this month. So, what does this tell us? They had, maybe had some focus groups or saw some information and deemed that they didn't need to do a physical copy because maybe it just wasn't worth it financially. So now it's coming to Switch digitally, which is probably a better, I don't know, way to do it. As long as it's a low download or a small download, it's not really that big of a deal, is it? Second is from IGN written by Joe Scrabbles. Hitman developer announces new Bond game. Hitman developer IO Interactive has announced Project 007, a new James Bond game. Announced in a teaser trailer, IO describes the game as a wholly original Bond story, in which players will step into the sh- uh, into the shoes of or shoes of the world's favorite first favorite secret agent to earn their 00 status in the very first Bond origin story. In active development for consoles and PC, Project 007, a working title, will be created by IO io's own glacier engine which was used for the recent hitman games it's not clear exactly what kind of game project 007 will be but given io's history with stealth and espionage games the studio's hitman model seems like a li- like seems like a potential close fit the point about this being the first real james bond origin is slightly confusing given that casino royale features bond earning 00 status and there has been a series of young bond books by writer charlie higson Uh, The game is being made in collaboration with Bond Movie Studios, MGM, and Eon Productions. No release date or actors have been announced at a time of writing. It's true that once in a while the stars do align in our industry, said IO CEO Hakan Abrakan in a press release. Creating an original Bond game is a monumental undertaking and I truly believe that IO Interactive, working closely with our creative partners at Eon and MGM, can deliver something extremely special for our players and communities. Our passionate team is excited to unleash their creativity into the iconic James Bond universe and craft the most ambitious game in the history of our studio. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really interesting take on James Bond because they do it in the Hitman style. I think that'd be really awesome. I know you have these action scenes, so maybe they'll have third person and first person type action scenes, but I, I like this idea. And, uh, if anyone's gonna do it, right, it's definitely IO Interact. Third, it's from IGN and written by Joe Screbbles. Marvel's Avengers Kate Bishop DLC release date finally revealed. Kate Bishop will arrive in Marvel's Avengers on December 8th, and the other Hawkeye, Clint Barton, will arrive in early 2021. Next gen versions of the game will arrive in early 21 or 2021. After a delay in October, Kate Bishop will come to the game as part of a new campaign operation taking aim. All right, taking aim, AIM, all of the new content will be added for free kate is searching for her former mentor hawkeye reads the official blurb but along the way she discovers a conspiracy involving nick fury time travel and frightening and a frightening new enemy gameplay of kate shows her using both ranged bow attacks melee finishers with a sword and being able to teleport short distances using quantum tech stolen from aim as you'd hope from hawkeye kate comes with multiple arrow types razor scatter explosive and smoke screen She can also create a distracting decoy hologram, use a warp arrow to teleport, and can use her ultimate to fire quantum-empowered arrows. We also see a super-adaptoid boss that combines visual effects of Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, and combines all of the Avengers' powers. Taking aim is the first new chapter of Season 1 of the Avengers' initiative campaign. After being thought dead, Kate embarks on a rescue mission for her mentor, Clint Hawkeye Barton, using a bridge through time to rescue him and cut antagonist Monica Rappaccini off from her future self. Operations promise to add heroes, villains, missions, biomes, and more, and they'll be structured in arcs like the Marvel comics they're inspired by. Taking aim will also offer exclusive rewards. A brief teaser also shows that Clint Barton will be added as a playable character in early 2021. As part of Operation Future Imperfect, which will take place in a future where all hope is lost, including a villainous old hulk, Gameplay's gameplay reveals will be coming to the very near future, according to developer Crystal Dynamics. And the teaser also confirmed that next-gen versions of the game will arrive in early 2021. More improvements are also promised, including cross-platform play. I I, I don't really have much to say about this. Not a fan of the game. It's cool, though. If you are, you get two new characters. Combat still sucks. Bah! Fourth is from IGN, written by Pete Neto. Black Lightning to end with season four. Black Lightning, back, I can't talk today. Black Lightning will end its run after its upcoming fourth season with a spin off series centered on Painkiller in the works. It was previously reported that the seventh episode of Black Lightning, season four, will be backdoor pilot for a Painkiller series. Selena McKill, who developed Black Lightning as well as wrote and directed various episodes of the series, confirmed the Painkiller show and thank the Black Lightning crew in a statement to variety. Thank you to the phenomenal cast, writers and crew without whom none of this would have been possible, Kill said. I'm incredibly proud of the work we've been able to do and the moments we've been able to create and bring in DC's first African-American family of superheroes to life for the culture. I'm very grateful to Peter Roth, Warner Bros TV, Mark Pedowitz, the CW network and Greg Berlanti for their partnership and support of my vision at every step of this journey. While season four may be the end of one journey, I'm extremely excited to usher in a new chapter and continued collaboration with the CW as we tell the story of Painkiller. Black Lightning season four will begin airing Monday, February 8th, which is a few weeks before The Flash season seven in the series premiere of Superman and Lois. Don't sleep on Black Lightning. If Black Lightning is a phenomenal show, really freaking good. Uh, If you've been sleeping on Black Lightning, I say go to Netflix and start binging it and you're going to find out It may be one of your newest favorite CW Arrowverse shows. Fifth is from IGN written by Joseph Newt. The Last of Us gets series order from HBO. HBO has officially ordered a series based on The Last of Us video game franchise. HBO executive vice president programming Francesca Ori announced Friday, though a series series based on The Last of Us had been in discussion for some time now. Friday's announcement reconfirms HBO's intent on the show and attaches a few key names to the project. Writing the series are The Last of Us creative director Neil Druckmann and Chernobyl writer Craig Mazin. Druckmann will also be executive producing the series alongside Cheryl Strauss, and she's from Chernobyl and Game of Thrones, as well as Naughty Dog president Evan Wells and PlayStation Productions' Asad Quizzabash and Carter Swan. HBO is partnering with Sony Pictures Television on the series with PlayStation Productions, Word Games, and Naughty Dog all co-producing. Craig and Neil are visionaries in a league of their own, said Orsi. With them at the helm alongside the in- incomparable Carol Strass, this, or Carolyn Strass sorry, this series is sure to resonate with both diehard fans of The Last of Us games and newcomers to this genre-defining saga. We're delighted to partner with Naughty Dog, Word Games, Sony, and PlayStation to adapt this epic, powerfully immersive story. Last of Us evidently won't be the only video game property that Sony hopes to convert into a TV production. We're thrilled to be working with HBO and this fantastic creative team to bring the last of a series to life, said Jeff Frost, president of Sony Pictures Television Studios, and Asad Quizzlebesh, head of PlayStation Productions. PlayStation's innovative storytelling and ingenuity is a natural complement to SPT's creative focus. Our collaboration is a great example of our one Sony philosophy at work. We look forward to developing even more iconic game IP in the future. According to HBO's announcement, the series will focus on the events of the original Last of Us game, which sees Joel and Ellie smuggling themselves out of an oppressive quarantine zone and traveling across a post-apocalyptic United States. HBO says that the series will be available on both the HBO channel and a stream on HBO Max. This is this is great, obviously because it's The Last of Us. It's the first game. But this is great as a uh, test run. Not only are they doing this, but they've got the Uncharted movie. And I think if both of these do well... That should kind of skyrocket Sony into legitimacy when it comes to making movies and shows and just, you know, entertainment of that irk. I feel like they haven't done it too well. Obviously, Spider-Man, yes, but it's Spider-Man. That's an IP that's going to sell gangbusters. So hopefully both of those just blow up and we get more Sony IPs done in the way that this should be done, you know? And last is from IGN and written by Jordan Ullman. Rocket League Dev says 120 frames per second is a minor patch on Xbox, but a full native port on PS5. Rocket League developer Psyonix has said that while adding 120 frames per second to the Xbox Series version of the game is a minor patch, it would require a full native port on PS5. Speaking to Eurogamer, a spokesperson for the developer noted that this was due to the way backwards compatibility works on Sony's next-gen console. Enabling 120Hz on Xbox Series XS is a minor patch, but enabling it on PS5 requires a full native port due to how backwards compatibility is implemented on the console and unfortunately wasn't possible due to our focus elsewhere. Psyonix has been focusing on the game's free-to-play transition and updating the game's tournament system instead. It paints a troublesome picture for backwards compatible PS4 games, receiving 120 frames per second updates on the PS5 going forward. A similar Eurogamer report from last week noted that Infinity Ward had added 120 frames per second support to Call of Duty Warzone on the Xbox Series X, but not the PS5, which suggests that this stumbling block is more significant than perhaps expected. Hopefully in the future, Sony could commit resources to create an easier solution for developers who want to update their last generation games to run at 120 frames per second on PS5. I mean, it's no secret that Sony's architecture, for whatever reason, for their consoles going, what, from PS3, on or ps4 on is for whatever it's just so difficult for for devs to do this like you have to jump it looks like they have to jump through so many hoops for 120 frames per second where on xbox is basically like we just flip a switch (laughs) just flip the switch and we got it and uh playstation's like well you see we're gonna have to take a a maya route here and this is where it's just it's really ridiculous and i can't believe playstation manages to drop the ball on something like that that's so important but playstation going playstation am i right and that is the news for today if you liked what you heard want to support the podcast or any of that jazz head on over to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can support us next up find us on all social media at dadsbeardsnerds and last if you like to be part of our ever-growing discord community find the link in our twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce so next time my name is anthony i look forward to making more content for you